welcome. It's time for Teachable Tuesday. I'm Beth Davis. This is Therese. Kelsey's here too. So glad to be with you guys. I missed you last week. We were on the road, so thanks for coming back. Here it goes. I'll do a Stay tuned. Hey everybody, I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. Thanks for coming. I missed you last week. We were on the road for our revival nights. I'm gonna tell you just a little bit about it. A little behind the scenes, if you will. So before we dive in, grab a Bible and let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come Lord Jesus. Father, we need you, we love you. Send us your Holy Spirit. Thank you for being so close, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So for the last 11 days, I've been on the road. We've been hosting revival nights all over the south-ish, up into the Midwest. Started in Nashville, we held two worship nights there. We worshiped, there were two beautiful talks, and then we had Eucharistic Adoration and Confession. We did the same thing two nights in Peoria, Illinois at the gorgeous cathedral there. Then we drove up north, we went up to Ann Arbor, and we hosted two nights there, and it was incredibly beautiful, incredibly fruitful. It's always really exciting to be a part of what God is doing, to be able to see the ways in which God loves his people, especially in the ways that he loves his daughters. So while there were lots of consolations, lots of grace, we saw lots of visible fruit. It was also 11 days on the road. 11 days not sleeping in our bed in different time zones, not uh, eating what we would normally eat or having our normal routine of prayer or just of normal life. It was 11 days of not being in the office and doing the other things that our jobs require. There was some stress there, right? We're hosting these events. We're welcoming people, we're onboarding teams. A lot goes into these revivals and happily, we want to do what God is calling us to do. And yet we are human, we are limited. I have to be very honest with you. <laughs> there was more than one occasion in which I came face to face with my weakness. I came face to face with my limitations. It seemed like every single day I had at least one, okay, multiple opportunities to see all the ways in which I was falling short in my relationships, in my work, in my prayer. Every day I became more and more familiar with my lack, my limitations. How about you? Have you ever come face to face with your own weakness and maybe even been surprised at just how weak you are? Maybe you thought, I, th I thought we dealt with that thing. I thought I had grown in virtue. I thought I was more mature. I thought all of that counseling did me some good. Maybe it's because you are in a new relationship, right? The dynamics have changed or a new role in work or, or new relationships, new friendships, right? And things kind of come to the surface. Maybe it's just new stress, a new project. Maybe it's this prolonged 
strange season that we're in with all kinds of novel stressors. And it's causing your weakness, your lack, your limitations to come to the surface. Well, I've got some good news for you. God is not limited by your limitations. Isn't that incredible? He's not limited by your weakness. Only we are limited by our own weakness. Now, if we look at our weakness, our lack, our sin, right? It's easy to become discouraged. So I wanna give you a new way to think about your weakness, a new way to think even about your sin, a new way to think about your limitations. And we find that new frame in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 14. You might remember this story. The disciples are on the boat, they're in the midst of a storm, and suddenly they see Jesus walking on the water in the midst of these crashing waves, right? All of the stress and, and drama of being in a storm at sea. But Jesus calls out to them, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And you know the story, Peter uh, says, Lord, if it's you, command that I come to you. He wants to walk toward Jesus on the water to prove that it's the Lord. And here's where we can learn something about our own experience of our humanity, our own experience of lack, of limitation, of weakness, of sin. Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying, you of little faith, why did you doubt? You see, the Lord showed me something one night in adoration as I prayed with this gospel. I saw myself walking towards Jesus, and I got distracted by the wind and the waves. And it's not like I've never prayed with that gospel before. The storms of life have come in many different ways, right? That storm in the gospel of Matthew has represented many different situations in my life. But this time, as I walked toward the Lord and I saw these waves crashing around me and I felt the fear, I felt the discouragement. When I looked at the waves, I knew, I understood that I begin to sink when I focus on my lack. I begin to sink when I focus on my limitation. I begin to sink when I focus on my sin. But when I look at Jesus, those things fall away. When I just keep my eyes on Jesus, not on my own limitation, right? When I keep my eyes on Jesus, there's power, there's success, there's peace, there's joy. But when we're distracted by all the things that we can't do, all the things that we've failed to do, that's when we begin to sink. That's when real spiritual discouragement sets in. And there are consequences to that. We can't serve, we can't love in the way that we're called to, in the way that we want to, because we're so distracted by our own lack. But God is not limited, remember by our weakness, only we are. So we have to keep our eyes focused on Jesus and then we experience his power. In fact, St. Paul talks about this very dynamic in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse eight. He has an experience of his own lack, his own limitation. <clears throat> Three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it would leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power, is made perfect in weakness. Power is made perfect 
in weakness. So God's power actually is made perfect because I'm weak, because I lack, because I'm limited. God is actually able to show up, to show off, because I'm weak, because I'm limited. Isn't that good news? You're off the hook. You don't have to be perfect because God is perfect and his perfection, his power shines forth in our weakness, our littleness. Now this isn't license, right? To just throw in the towel, to not try. I'm too weak, I'm too small, I can't do anything right. No, 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 that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a humble posture of heart acknowledging before the Lord, I can't do this. I can't do it on my own. I need you, Jesus. I surrender this thing to you, God, because I can't do it on my own. You take care of it. When we surrender our weakness, when we lock eyes with Jesus, even as the storm of our weakness, of accusation about our weakness rages against us, when we lock eyes with Jesus and surrender that weakness, then we experience the power of God. Then his power is made perfect. Don't you want God's power to be made perfect? Don't you want to experience more of his life, more of the Holy Spirit? I do. And the good news is today that it's not up to us. All we have to do is open our hands. All we have to do is surrender our weakness. No more do we have to hide it. We don't have to be ashamed of it. We don't have to cover it up or make up for it, right? Because even in our weakness, we're so good. Even in our littleness, we are so good. You are so good, even in your weakness, even in your lack, even in your sin, you're still good. You're so good. And God wants to be made known in and through you. Yes, in and through even your weakness. Amen. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you that you have all of the power, all of the perfection, all that we need, Lord. You are everything that we need. Thank you that the pressure is off of us to be perfect. The pressure is off of us to perform. Thank you that your eyes are on us, that you're not distracted by our weakness, by our lack by our limitations. You look at us with a smile and you tell us not to doubt. So Jesus, we call out to you, save us, help us. We want to make you known. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, friends, see you next week. God bless you, bye now.